Hey, this is Shannon Kringen in Seattle, USA. Uh, my voice is, is really craggy today because I have an allergy to the pollen, so forgive me for having a different kind of voice. Um, I wanted to talk about um, a controversial topic, guns, in the United States. We just had another mass shooting today, sadly, in Virginia Beach. Virginia, I think, is the location Forgive me, I'm not familiar with the East Coast. I've only been there a few times. Um, I feel like on multiple levels, this issue could be talked about. There's a lot of angry people that want to keep their gun rights, and then there's other people who want to uh, have much stricter gun laws. I'm somebody who prefers stricter gun laws. Um, there's the mental health angle. Um, and which ties into physical health and food and nutrition, and that affects mood. And there's uh, laws in the United States, gun control laws in the United States, mental health, which again ties in with nutrition and food, communication in families, having empathy and compassion for what it's like to be both the shooter and the people that get shot. Um, obviously, I am not happy with people that shoot each other, but I think that thinking about them as humans and not thinking of them as monsters, you know, it's not good to dehumanize people, even if they do horrible things like mass shootings. Um, something I just wrote about on social media is, let me preface or preface this by saying the way that I was raised. I don't come from a military family. Uh, both my parents, uh, they divorced when I was four, but we didn't have any guns in our house. And so I grew up with the idea that I didn't want a gun. My parents, neither one of them have ever wanted a gun. Nobody in my family is a hunter, so we didn't have hunting rifles. Um, and so I was raised, and my grandparents also did not have any guns. So I was not raised in a family that had a lot of guns or military uh, training and combat and all that kind of stuff. So I was raised with sort of an attitude of nonviolent pacifism. So definitely that colored how I see this when I was raised as a kid. Uh, I have anxiety and depression and various mental challenges, and my parents are both highly sensitive and emotional people. And we, um, Thankfully, my parents and I have a very open, honest relationship, and they know my uh, emotional challenges, and I know their challenges, and so we don't keep secrets from each other. Uh, I imagine that people that commit these acts of violence, I wonder if their family and friends have any idea that they might snap one day and do such a thing. There are also people that snap and end up just committing suicide, which in itself is also a tragedy. That's just, instead of a mass shooting, instead of lashing out at other people, you're lashing out at yourself and you're traumatizing your family and your friends if you commit suicide. So I will say that I wish that the United States had stricter gun laws and we also took better care of each other emotionally. We might want to ask ourselves why we live in a society Aside from the gun law issue, if we didn't have so many angry people, you know, I, I don't like guns. I feel like if you lose your temper and you have a gun, that's more of a risk than if you lose your temper and you don't have a gun. Um, so I'm not a huge gun fan, and I do think people should be more careful when they have firearms in their home, especially if there's kids around. I feel like people should be trained and take courses and keep proving that they're safe with guns and keep demonstrating their mental stability. 
But aside from that gun right issue and gun law issue, there's the mental health issue um, and there's food. In the United States, we have a, a sort of a, aside from obesity and diabetes, we have a real problem with uh, children. You know, there's even eight-year-old kids that have fatty liver disease and there are people that uh, switch their diet around to low-carb, high-fat, and they have seizures, and those go away. And there are schizophrenic people and bipolar people that have also benefited mental. Their mental health has improved when they eat a certain way. So I will say that the mass shootings also has something to do with the food and the nutrition. Uh, I know for a fact that my mental health, you know, I have anxiety and depression from time to time and my moods go up and down from time to time, although I'm not bipolar. But I know of people online who actually their symptoms of bipolar disorder went away when they changed their diet, when they cut down on carbs and eliminated sugar. And so in my opinion, these mass shootings are troubling from many levels. There's the level of, do families communicate and know if, if each other is mentally okay? If, if somebody is secretly very angry and pretending like they're okay around their family and friends, that's really troubling. So how many people that have family members that become shooters in these events feel so horrible that they didn't know that their loved one was that unhappy? Or maybe they knew their loved one was angry and then when they lashed out and did that, they're like, oh, I had a feeling something like that might happen someday, which is very troubling. So there's the issue of nutrition on mental health and exercise. I know that when I exercise and I have proper nutrition, which is I eliminated sugar from my diet, I'm low carb, high fat, a medium amount of protein, I'm eating real food, nothing fake and processed. I know that that sounds silly to some people, but when your blood sugar is going up and down, up and down, up and down, and you're having metabolic syndrome or obesity and diabetes or fatty liver, or, you know, whatever chronic health conditions, a lot of those things are caused and triggered by poor nutrition. Not all of them, but definitely when you improve your nutrition, you tend to improve your mental health right along with your physical health. And I wish more people would take this seriously. So when we have a mass shooting in the United States, I'm thinking of, yes, the gun laws are a little too casual for me in this country, and I kind of agree more with European countries and countries that have stricter gun laws. Um, but we also have a lot of people eating really, really unhealthy food, which makes them mentally unstable and irritable when they're having blood sugar going up and down, and they're eating junk food, and they're addicted to carbohydrates and food that is bad for them. That really does affect your mood and make you kind of grumpy and irritated and irritable. It's inflammatory. And quite seriously, there are people that have really bad seizures in the brain, and they change the way they eat, and their seizures go away altogether or become a lot less. And so to me, that is proof of how much food affects your brain, and your brain affects your mental health. So for people who have mental health challenges like anger and rage and mood swings, you know, how many of those people would would not want to shoot people if they had had more stable mood? and more rational thinking. Because in order to, I mean, imagine what it's like to be a shooter. I don't know what that's like. I can only imagine that I would have to be so angry that I'm fed up and I don't care about my own life and I don't care about other people's lives. And you have to be detached from reality. You either have to snap into a psychotic state 
or you have to be totally detached, or you think life is a video game and it's not real. In order to want to do something like that, you have to feel like you're a victim and like you want revenge or something really sad and horrible and frightening. Uh, something that most of us would never want to be in the mood to do something like that. So I'm just saying that this is about mental health, and that includes nutrition and physical health. And families communicating with each other. And my heart goes out to anyone who has have family or friends that have died in these kinds of events or family and friends of the actual shooters who probably feel horrible that their loved one flipped out and did such a horrible thing and ended their own life. Because think about it, the shooters usually end up dying in these events as well. So they don't care about their own lives. And so all the family and friends of the shooters are also traumatized. And then the poor person that's the shooter gives up their own life. They basically ended their life you know, doing something really horrible that traumatized and harmed lots of other people. So there's ripples of fear and sadness and anger. And it's so sad to me that people fight about, you know, gun control. And I wish that we would have more empathy and compassion for for what it's like, because I know there are responsible gun owners in the world. But I also know that there are some people who have committed suicide, and they thought they were responsible gun owners, and then they just depression took over and they ended up ending their own lives. And that's really sad. So I feel like if somebody has a firearm in their house, their family and their friends and mental health care professionals have to be involved in making sure that people are not secretly depressed or secretly angry. There has to be some way that we can tune into each other and have more, like maybe slow down a little bit in life and have more empathy and compassion and open communication and, you know, realize that there's the psychotic aspect of people who do mass shootings. Obviously, that's an insane thing to do. But the other part of it is that there might actually be real reasons that are understandable why somebody could be so angry and feel like a victim and feel like they have no power and so then feel like they want to take charge and have power by getting a gun and doing something violent, I can imagine that that's part of the psychology of what makes somebody snap and do something like that. Maybe they feel like they're a victim and they're like, oh yeah, I'm going to get revenge on you guys. Or, you know, people that are unhappy at their job situation, they didn't get a raise. Not, I'm not saying that it's ever justifiable to do anything like this. I'm just saying it might be good if we looked at the psychological a reason why somebody would be so upset and be so angry. So I feel like my fantasy would be that we would make the gun laws more strict to protect people from having guns that are mentally unstable, but that we could also have better communication with each other, with family and friends and mental health care professionals. It would also help if we had better health care, like national health care in this country, so that health care could actually be affordable to people and they wouldn't, you know, and also it would be nice to get rid of the stigma attached to to needing mental health care. A lot of people like to pretend like they're okay even when they're not because it's embarrassing to say that you want to talk to a counselor or a therapist. I've been in and out of therapy for years and I'm not embarrassed about it and I'm happy that I have a mom and a dad who are not, they don't stigmatize me for needing um, emotional support and talking to a counselor. Thankfully, I, I came from a family that is not ashamed of that and never shamed me for having depression and anxiety and wanting help. I will also say that um, nutrition is very important. And so nutrition, mental health, 
and gun laws and people being more open and honest with each other and maybe also address some of the injustice in the United States. You know, we do have more and more poverty and more and more wealth. And there are a lot of people that are working at companies and feel like they're not getting paid a fair wage. And so what I'm saying to you is that there are a lot of um, injustices that happen and makes people angry. And I'm not saying that that's a good reason to go and do something violent. I'm just saying that society, there would be less of a chance of these shootings happening if we had better physical health, better nutrition and exercise, better communication between family and friends and co-workers, people paying more attention to how each other is really doing instead of being competitive and just wanting to make money and, you know, be get famous or whatever. So basically, people slow down and tune into each other. I mean, there are many different ways in which we can improve society so that the chances of this happening are a lot less. That includes stricter gun laws, better mental health care, better physical care, better nutrition, better communication. So I hope I made my point. And my, again, my heart goes out to anyone affected by any of these violent um, events that have been happening for decades now, and it's really frightening and scary to me to live in this country. You know, I love the United States. I've been here my whole life. Um, but there are some of the laws in which I'm un unhappy about. So I wish that we could have a healthier, happier society. I'm sad to see so many homeless people, and and poverty is, is seems to be skyrocketing. And wealth seems to also be skyrocketing, and middle class seems to be disappearing. And so I think there's a lot of reasons to be upset about the way our society works. And there's many other countries in the world besides the United States. And every country has its dark and light, you know, its good and its bad sides. And there is no perfect country in the world. Um, but I do appreciate countries that have stricter gun laws and also have national public service health care for all their citizens so that if you're rich and rich, poor or middle class, young, old, sick or healthy, you can go to the doctor without a huge medical bill. So I really think this is all connected. I really think that mental health, gun laws, physical health when it comes to nutrition and how that affects your, your mental state, what you eat and your exercise affects your mental health, your mood, your blood sugar level directly affects your mood. So nutrition, mental health, physical health, gun laws, uh, communication between family members and friends and co-workers, um, you know, it's never going to be perfect on this planet, but I do think there are things we can do to try to make it better and healthier. So I have empathy and compassion for people that have gone through this. And again, I think it's important to look at from the shooter standpoint. What, what would it be like to be a shooter? That'd be awful. I don't even want to imagine it. But you have to be really angry or psychotic or want revenge or you lose touch with reality. You know, there are many different, you know, things that you can imagine about what would it take for somebody to want to do something like that. So it's very sad. And I know that mental health and moods have something to do with it. If someone is suffering from moods, it might be partly due to their lack of good nutrition. I mean, I know that sounds silly when people say that, but I firmly believe that. There are people online who have felt suicidal and they were bipolar and they changed their diet to a lower carb, higher fat diet and got all the junk food and sugar out of their diets and their bipolar symptoms went away or became a lot less and they may or may not even need medication anymore after that. So if your mood can be much, much more stable through exercise and proper nutrition, that is extremely profound and important and I wish more people would 
take it seriously. When you think about nutrition and mental health, nutrition affects what you eat, affects your body's health, but also your mental health, very powerfully your mental health. Okay, thank you for listening. Peace and love to everyone, and my heart goes out to anyone affected. I feel traumatized. Every time one of these events happens, I do feel really freaked out about it and a little bit traumatized. So good luck to all of us, and stay safe and protect your family and friends and love your family and friends and have empathy and compassion and try to forgive people that snap like that. I don't know what to do, but... um, It's very troubling that there are so many people that snap and do such things. That's really frightening to me, and I feel like we need to do more to try to have these things happen less in this world, especially in the United States where it seems to happen a lot more than other countries. And I do think it's because of our gun laws being so casual, but I also think it's something to do with our food and our mental health. Maybe it's even GMO foods, but it's different kinds of nutrition really affects the attitude, and I think people that are pissed off about living in poverty or not being not being able to get access to health care or having huge medical bills, that definitely stresses people out. So all of these things are connected. Thank you for listening. Bye for now.